Welcome to this bench-worthy episode of Kiki Girl Gab. I'm Candice, and with me today is Brie. Hi. And Vanessa. Hey. And today we're going to talk about one of our favorite pastimes, binge-watching shows on Netflix. So guys, what is your favorite, I guess we should first do Netflix original shows? There's so many of them. I had no idea how many there were until I was like researching for this episode, like you know, you hear of Orange is the New Black, House of Cards, etc. But, mm-hmm. like, they seriously, like, they, they, it's everything. There's so many different shows. They're killing the game. I feel like they're just, like, Honestly. throwing things at a wall and literally seeing what sticks <laughs> and what gets some Emmys. Well, you have to get an agent or you have to have, like, a manager and agent to even get a meeting with them. So. You can't just, yeah. like, submit a proposal and be like, let's make this Netflix. And they're like, okay. No, I wish. <laughs> I would have done that by now. <laughs> Do you guys watch those? Like like the ones that you've mentioned, like they're kind of like noteworthy ones that everybody knows are on our Netflix produced, which are uh, like House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. Actually, never I've never either. seen them. Me either. Did you watch them, <laughs> Vanessa? Well, so um, uh, Alex, my boyfriend, he watched he watched House of Cards pretty religiously. Um, and I so I know that that one's pretty, pretty binge worthy, but I didn't see that one. But the... Um, the orange is orange is the new black. I watched the. I could see definitely see how it is it is binge worthy because it's very intense and you definitely want to keep the story going. But I actually stopped somewhere in the first season because I couldn't t- I couldn't take it. It was just too much. It was like too dramatic and tr- and too like I don't know. There was too there was too much happening that really just like made me uncomfortable that mm. I couldn't I couldn't continue with it. <laughs> thing about the way I binge watch is I'll binge watch um, comedies mm-hmm. nonstop because I can't handle too much drama. Yeah. I'm I, like, I think it depends on the drama for me because yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's two in particular that are more on the dramatic side of network originals that I, I was all about and I would probably, well, I think I've watched Sabrina the chilling adventures of Sabrina probably like three times now. <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's not like really a I mean it is a drama, but it's not like a I wouldn't quite no, it's it's like a light I mean there it's it's like I dark humor. They, it's like dark humor. It, yes, it's very dark humor. Um they list it as a dramatic show. Ah, like a drama. Yeah. I know. It, it was very I, interesting. Yeah, I think because like Sabrina has a fantasy element and like I watched I'm bench watching the series of unfortunate events mm-hmm. after I watched the new season now I'm watching the whole series together and it's yeah okay so sad things happen to these kids but it's again kind of not quite fantasy but you know it's playful in a way yeah, it's like a it's it's dark, but it still has like that yeah fantastical or whatever element that you would expect. Yeah, and none of that stuff that would happen in the real world, like Olaf's disguises, everyone would know it's Neil Patrick Harris under there. Like, yeah, <laughs> he would have gone to jail a while ago. So like, that part's like okay, these kids wouldn't actually be in danger in the real world. So that makes me you feel would, better. You would hope. You would hope. So but- even though there's kids- you're all over the world. Never mind. I got sad. <laughs> it's okay. You don't 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 think about it. <laughs> I'm not thinking about it. Don't think about it. 
um, but that that actually kind of was another was another thing where, where another show that I couldn't ended end up watching like back to back to back because it was it once again just had so many elements where you're, where you're just really uncomfortable with the fact well i think it's not it's not just all it's not also it's not just the uncomfortableness it no i couldn't watch series of the of Invor- unfortunate events because it feels the same way as orange is the new black to me in certain ways as far as like just the not just the fact that it's uncomfortable but the fact that it's like everything just keeps going like th- things just keep spiraling downward and downward and downward and nothing good ever redeems it you know what I mean? Like nothing positive ever comes out of it. Or like, that's, that's how I feel at least. Like, it's just too much of the like, oh wow, the situation is getting crazier and crazier and no one can do anything about it. And it's all very unjustified and it's horrible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did you read the book series? No, I didn't. Okay. So I think it helps that I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. Like, well, but did you yeah. not have the same feeling when reading the books? Like, I assume that it kind of went the same direction, right? Yeah, yeah, no, in the books, because I was like a teenager when I read them. And yeah, you do get that feeling too, but you're just like, what's going to happen to them? And you're like, yeah. I know it's going to be unfortunate. It's in the title. I think for me, it's just that with those kinds of shows, even though they are very well done and I like I enjoy them for from an artistic standpoint, I would just rather read a synopsis afterwards of what happens to everybody because I, I'm still like, oh my God, I really want to know what happens, but I cannot go through this right now. Like, it's just too much. <laughs> That's what I did with the show on Haunting Hill. Or is that what oh, House on, House, oh, or haunting, that. On, haunting at Hill House or something like that? It's... The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't watch that, but I wanted to know what what the story was because yeah. everyone was talking about it. Yeah. So, so I mean, good. like, and that's 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 why I read the synopsis for those ones. And I mean, like, I understand why they are binge worthy. And I think that there are I mean, there are obviously a ton of people who, who do binge those kinds of shows um, or at the very least, like love watching those kinds of shows. But yeah, so for, for me, me, it becomes really stressful. Um, like Stranger Things, I binge watch, but I guess like yes. you were saying, Candace, it's mm-hmm. another like kind of fantasal, fantastical element, I should mm-hmm. say. Um, I also binge watch si- Since Eight. Have you guys ever seen that one? Mm-mm. No, but I've heard of it. It's like sci fi elements, right? Or yes, and it's so, so good. And it's also because they, f- well, they canceled it after two seasons and then they brought it back. Well, I don't know when the Christmas episode really takes place, but it has two seasons and a Christmas special because it was so expensive to produce because it took place across the world. Um, Mm. It was so good though. I mean, like every character was just so fully developed. The storylines were so good and it had LGBTQ um, characters on it, which was great to see. So one that's dark, well, it's it's a mystery, but it doesn't have any fantastical elements. Um, it's actually a French Netflix original called The Forest. Have you guys Mm-mm. seen it? Mm-mm. Oh, it, I mean, it's so good. If you like finding out what happens to a missing girl, binge watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Again, like there are so many original Netflix series. I had no idea. 
I know, like you kind of skated over Stranger Things, but I think that Stranger Things like was obviously a a huge a huge deal. Um, and that was actually probably one of the first ones that I realized was like a Netflix series. Mm. And um, and yeah, I, t- I like I couldn't stop watching that. Yeah, and I'm not I even mean, I'm not even like a I'm not even, you know, obviously as you guys know like a horror person, which <laughs> it, is, it, it kind of dabbles definitely in that direction, but like I lo- like I loved it. It's so good. I mean, it is unfortunate that the that the Duffer brothers stole the idea. Um oh, it's so so good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't but, know that part of it. <laughs> oh yeah, they stole the idea. They actually started casting with the same name as so it's actually a whole lawsuit going on right now um Hmm. but you know they the writer had presented it to the duffer brothers um you know to hopefully produce (laughs) and then the duffer brothers decided to take that idea for themselves and they started casting under the original name that had been presented to them so they even change it and then they changed it obviously to stranger things but yeah um there's a lawsuit happening with that Ooh, okay yeah i'm gonna read about that because i had Super no idea fun. really yeah um yeah deffer brothers aren't the coolest dudes ever well that really sucks yeah okay well, on a happier note, I love the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, I would oh, love I that. that on my list too. I had that on my list too. Titus, he's the best. Oh. Titus that is, is a landlord. I love them. That is Lilith. Lilith. Yeah, it's so easy to binge watch. I think like the sitcom, well, the half hour comedy, really, they're like 22, 24 minutes, are just so easy to get through and you're just like oh i just finished an entire season where where, what happened um yeah no sorry sorry i was just looking it up but it it is lillian you were right the first time lillian okay Uh, no no but yeah i i love it because yeah it is one of those things that yeah sure uncomfortable things happen like like i was talking about but it's funny and you know that like it's probably gonna be okay in the end (laughs) yeah they just have great. They just have well. Well, what comedies do you like on there besides Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Um, so I actually really like. Um, and it, it's really weird because I didn't like it like the, for the first like episode or two. Um, which was Big Mouth. I oh, yeah. love that show. I love that show, and it's so gross. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> weird. it's so gross. And weird. Like, I I don't know how I ended up liking this show. And I guess it maybe it's just because it's like, you know, Nick Kroll and, and you know, uh, Jason Mansukas and like all those awesome people and like, oh, and uh, whatchamacallit, the, the guy that I love, but I can't remember his name right now, who's also a comedian. Um, <laughs> I can be a lot of people. Well, it's, 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 a, uh, he's like really big right now, actually. Right. John Mulaney. Sorry. John Mulaney. Oh yeah, John Mulaney. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so yeah, I guess it's just maybe just because like all of them are on there and they're just comedic geniuses, but I don't know, it's not something that I would have normally thought I would have liked ever. I I really enjoy it. I mean, th- there's actually I know we were talking about comedies, but there's actually really great um like cartoon series, animated series. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Netflix, uh, Big Mouth is definitely one of them. I really love F is for Family. 
Have you guys seen I haven't that seen one? That one. Mm-mm. Oh, it's binge watch. It's great. Um, and then also my all time favorite, which I could watch any other time, but it's a mixture of that comedy plus like it gets deep. It's Bojack Horseman. Mm. Oh, I've heard of I've heard of that one. I don't think I'm gonna like it based off of what I kind of know about it, but, <laughs> but I, I know. No, them. I I think you would. It actually shows a true um representation of mental health and like mm-hmm. what people go through. I mean, it it gets like ridiculous at times. Like what I mean, like animated ridiculous. You know, like oh that could never happen. But then they tackle serious issues and just like personal problems that people have. And it I've cried in the show. Huh. Like I've just cried watching it. And I'm like, this is so good. Um, I love it. So what would you classify it as? Is it a is it like a drama, humor, tragedy drama or what what? <laughs> Well, I think sometimes the best shows involve dramedies where they, mm-hmm. you know, involve um, pieces of humor and then pieces. Oh, I, I just wasn't sure if that's what, yeah, drama. That's yeah, what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I don't know. It feels like one of the most real shows to me, and I know it's crazy because it's an animated show about like a talking horse, but like, I, I feel with him on such a deeper level it's so good guys it's so good it's so <laughs> well, good that may be something i check out then um i guess and like when, like it, when it comes to it's like it has hollywood elements yeah Vanessa. okay i'll check it out um yeah because like when i'm thinking of the animated ones or at least the one the one that i've watched lately uh i've i watched uh voltron and that's a lot more light-hearted and more like <laughs> show than <laughs> than anything else um but it's something like just like really easy and really light and just like and very cute you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's just one of those things that if you're if you're just looking to like have a show on while you're like you know i don't know chilling chilling on a sunday or or like even doing chores on a sunday or whatever it's just kind of like a nice like lighthearted background thing that that's really easy easily binged I mean, it's no boss, baby. I will say that. Oh, God. Okay. okay. <laughs> There's so many. Like, I'm just looking at this, like, and just, like, how many kids shows they have. And, like, how many seasons there are. Like, it's yeah. insane. Like, I, I had no idea. Like, they have a bunch of Lego stuff. They got VeggieTales. Yeah. That's a, they, that's an indefinite. That's, yeah. It's, it's just crazy. They got Trolls. Are you I think gonna they just come with, Yeah, of course. Um, things have been people. Uh, something that some everybody's been talking about is Shira, and I'm like, I've been meaning to watch that. What is that? Shira is based on that '80s um, show. Um, Shira was like this is a sister of what you call it. Is it? Um, yeah, He Man. That's what it was. Okay, that's what I thought. But everyone's saying that it's it's developed by woman it's you know the creators are women and it just i'm sorry words are hard right now which is not good when you're doing a podcast um the character design is a lot different from the sexualized 80s which is great and it's just like you know it's more for it's like girl power yeah i like that 
Yeah, so speaking, you need to watch speaking it. of speaking of girl power, I mean, kind of. Um, <laughs> you guys, have you guys watched The Crown? A little bit of it. I always enjoy. I always enjoy it when it's when there's a you know a show or something something of the like that gets me interested in history because like I don't I'm not a history buff. Um, I it's not that I don't it's not that I dislike it. It's just that most of the time that most of the the ways that you learn about history for some reason to me are really boring. Like in a classroom setting, I found it fairly boring. But except for like you know the one time that I had like a really awesome teacher. Um, but, uh, but otherwise, like, I just real I know I should know about it, but I don't. And like these things, at least like, even though I know that, that obviously there's artistic liberties taken, it's, it's one of those things that I, that, that it's, it, it piques my interest enough that I, at some point I'm like, Hmm, I should actually look this up and see like what's real and what's not. Um, and at least get kind of like, have kind of a idea of what, you know, what was happening. Um, because I'm, I'm always more interested in the, in the, like, you know, so, uh, sociological aspects of things anyway, which obviously a show will, will delve more into than a regular, like, history textbook. Um, so The Crown is, like, you know, the, the, um, the story of Queen Elizabeth and how, you know, like, just be, the, the, what they've aired so far is, um, kind of her early years, like, when she actually, you know, took, took over and, um, you know, the, you know, kind of building a relationship with, with her and, um, and her husband. And, um, it's pretty, I, it, it seems like it, it moves pretty slow. So that's like, yeah. that's a little bit of a downside I know for most people, but like, it's, I feel like it's packed enough with, with like just depth that this, the slowness of the, of the show, like it, it doesn't really bother me at least. Yeah. It's, it's just hard, especially when, like those people are still alive, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what bothers me. Why is it bothering I mean, you though? I don't know that they're alive and they're like. It's different when you're watching something about real life people who like died like decades ago, and their family members aren't like out there. Well, mm-hmm. immediate family members aren't out there. But another time, like my mom and I were watching it, and my dad's Indian, and he's like, "They need to give back the jewels." To India and like just like all this kind of stuff, but you know the British monarchy doesn't have the best relationship with India, so it's really easy to get mad at them. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> um, have you guys? Oh, okay. Here's a good question because I know the first Netflix show I've I've been watched, which was one of their first original. Uh, series, which was Hemlock Grove. Mm, I don't. I've heard of it, but I've never. I've never seen it. Now I'm actually reading the book right now, and I am a little disappointed with one of their castings because they cast the whole like gypsy clan very white, and <laughs> in the book they're they're not white. <laughs> you know, they, they, they keep saying like brown in the book. I'm like. <laughs> yes this is what a gypsy is and he keeps saying like i'm half italian and really hairy and like literally the guy has like two pieces of hair on his chest and like the whole time they're like oh peter you're really hairy and i'm like no he's not (laughs) so (laughs) disappointment but it does have bill skarsgård in it and he is fabulous oh i know about you and it wait was he it he was it okay there's just a few scars, scars out there, and I get them confused. <laughs> but um, what was um, 
your guys's first show? I don't, oh, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. That's the thing is that I don't remember when I started watching all these. Cause like, you know, like I said, it was, it was kind of, I didn't realize all of these shows were Netflix originals until I yeah. was like, just looking them up right now. The one, like I said, the one that I remember watching that I knew was Netflix original was uh, stranger things. Other than that, I'm not sure when I started watching all these ones. <laughs> I'm just a sad individual. Apparently. I guess like, so we've been talking, <laughs> we've been talking obviously about like what, you know, binge worthy, you know, shows we, we like, what do you, th- what, what do you guys think, or what is the biggest thing you look for in a binge worthy show? Like, what do you, I know it's like, de- obviously it's defined in de- depending on what, who you are as an individual and what you like, but what it, for you is the most binge worthy kind of thing you look for like element. Um, It's all about like what my friends are saying are, good to watch (laughs) that's a lot of it it's like i want other people to go through it before i do and be like yes no watch it just so that you know that you're getting yourself into something that won't disappoint yeah Mm. see i i like um well i guess uh travel the search on netflix and just go down and like that's how i found the foreign show the forest like i was just like you know what i want to try and find something new that I really haven't seen before. And, you know, that's how I discovered the forest. I discovered safe with Michael C. Hall. That's a really good one. Um, I look for things that just kind of captivate me, especially in the pilot. Um, unless I'm like, okay, I'll just give it another shot. Um, Cause sometimes pilots can be like iffy, but I'm looking for a good story. I'm looking for great acting, I'm looking at, you know, character development, you know, just like if I am just actively there, I'm going to binge watch, you know, until mm-hmm. I have to leave. <laughs> well, like, I, yeah, I, I definitely agree with both of you. I mean, I, I agree with you, Candace, about like I, I hear a lot of, um, when, you know, when I hear a lot about a show, obviously that, yeah. that is how that is how it starts. Um, but then, you know. I I think that I'm also on you know Bree's standard of like yeah once I watch it like it just depends on what kind of show it is once I've actually started watching it um, and I think that for my, for me like the the I mean the development and and story and everything and all of that has to be good but I feel like it has like there has to be a delicate balance that not every show has obviously like that's different yeah. for for everybody but i mean these shows like a lot of these shows are binge worthy by a lot of different kinds of people because they have they are able to achieve a certain amount of balance they are and what i like about netflix and you know i also have to say this goes along with like amazon and hulu as well i feel like they've found a way just to make tv better Mm mm-hmm well, they give which, a lot more control to the creators, which... They do. They do. They trust them, which great. is amazing. You know, not like we were talking about, like, with some DC movies. It's like the producers don't even give, like, the director, writer, you know, any really say. And it just becomes so constricted. And I think that's what makes Netflix so good. It's just they, they're like, they go, here, we trust you. Make it. <laughs> like... Well, yeah, and I also think that it's interesting what people can actually do with shows now, considering we do have this option of binging it. 
because, you know, back back before Netflix or any sort of streaming service, um, you know, you were watching week to week. And, you know, from the at the beginning, that meant that you had to have basically kind of a different story every single time. And now you can create these like intricate plots and, you know, characters and everything um, because people are more set up in order to watch it. So you can create all of these different and interesting stories um, based on, based on the fact that we can now stream it and binge it. Which is the best type of storytelling there is, you know, I'm not a huge fan on, I've lost my word. Well, something that sitcoms. Yeah. 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 Sitcoms or procedural. Yeah. Um, well, both technically they, you know, rely on standalone episodes. Mm hmm. And I think that there there is some value to that as well, especially, you know, considering they were, you know, when they when they first were were on, I mean, that's what people were used to. And that's what people enjoyed, because it was yeah. just kind of a break from your day. You were watching. I mean, like if you if you did know the show, then you were watching characters that you really liked and they like everything would kind of be solved in a very short amount of time, which <laughs> is kind of is kind of, you know. Uh, satisfying if to a certain level oh definitely um, and there's some sitcoms mm-hmm. i like yeah as well but nowadays it's it seems like it, it seems really weird because when you're watching when you are binging something like that where everything is you know kind of all tied up at the end it does it does feel a little it, it's not like it's lacking but at the same time i feel like those sometimes are less binge worthy just because they were invented at a time where you wouldn't be able to do that yeah tv shows Back in the day, it was like before DVR. It's just so anybody could drop in and watch the show mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I get a general idea of what's going on. But mm-hmm. it can be some more, like you guys said, much more detailed. There's some more character development. And just, um, yeah, there's just, it's a different format. And it's less like, like 10 years ago, a series of fortune events. Actually, it was 13 years ago. Like the movie came out 15 years ago. Sorry. And it was like a, they tried to cram three books into one movie because that's mm-hmm. like the only option they had. There were still miniseries, but like after once the 2000s happened, they kind of faded away. They were popular in yeah. the 90s, but yeah. So like, and I am just like, since I love that book series so much, like, and just rewatching it again, it's like, like as a fan, you're just like so happy that something you loved, like got mm-hmm got like what it deserved on screen because that rarely happens Mm -hmm. so I'm just like I'm like so thankful to Netflix I'm like thank you for like letting like because the author was involved he was a producer he was a writer it was it was just a great series and it did justice to the books that I loved for years yeah and that's always really exciting yeah, that's always amazing because, you know, all the whole the whole thing of like, oh, I'm so sad that, you know, the, the movie isn't as good as the book or it left out so many things. You know, we always have that complaint. And when it when it comes mm-hmm. to miniseries, a lot of times they'll be able to do more with it and actually really explore the entire book. Yeah. And a lot of these TV shows like um, they took over Black Mirror and things that got canceled or they just moved over to Netflix and they're like movie caliber TV shows mm-hmm. like this is like it's legit stuff they don't yeah no it's great um and then I know we wanted to also kind of talk about 
what's, you know, what shows that we have binged that are on Netflix currently, but are not necessarily Netflix originals, which I'm sure we have a ton of them. Maybe we should just yeah, like. Yeah, I think we, yeah, I think we <laughs> because we are going really long on this. Like, I was surprised yeah. we had so much to talk about. Well, I think that's it for today's episode. Um, Bree, where can they find us online? Oh, well, Candice, uh, our viewers can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Geeky Girl Gab. We don't have viewers, we have listeners. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Candice, our listeners... Uh, <laughs> can check us out on instagram twitter and facebook all at geeky girl gab we want to hear your thoughts there's like a million thousand netflix originals please tell us your favorites um tell us ones to check out because um the three of us need more to watch we obviously love to binge (laughs) and i'm really surprised but i don't want us to go into detail but the gilmore girls a year in a life was well, that was obvious. I know it was, but like, and I binged that, but there was only four <laughs> episodes, and like, we, we've already talked enough about Gilmore Girls to like, yeah. yeah. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Okay, that's it. I'm Candace. I'm Candace. I'm Bree. I'm Vanessa. Stay geeky.